Welcome to the Unknown Show, where every time you click on an episode, you don't know what you're going to get, unless, of course, you look at the title. I'm your host, Jackson Feldbauer, and this week, I want to figure out something. I want to figure out if there's a possibility that someone could be better at something during the season of summer. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about a little bit about what's going on and something that I've done that is crazy. Oh, man. No, it's not that it's not that insane. But um, it, it I don't know. I think it's made me feel better about myself and feel less um, trapped. I don't know what I'm on about. I'm just talking. I stopped using TikTok. I'm going to say it. I stopped using that app and I am so happy. Um, I find that the mindless scrolling gets to be a bit too much. And it just, I realized that I'm not, like I learn some cool things every once in a while, but most of it's just like filler is how I like to put it. And it all it's doing is just trying to pass time. And realistically, you don't remember anything. <clears throat> like, I can only remember a certain amount of TikToks that I've watched. Most of them just go in and out and waste them 30 seconds of my life each time. And I was just kind of over it. And uh, I've noticed that this year has been kind of my year of doing hard things is what I'm going to say. Um, trying to fight the things that like are just so easy almost like TikTok just it's so easy just to pull TikTok out and just mindlessly scroll and not interact with anyone. But, you know, instead putting it away and being uncomfortable is one of those things. Um, and so like I got rid of that. And so then it made me start thinking about Instagram a lot. And so eventually I ended up also removing Instagram. Now the problem with Instagram is I do actually use that. Um, I have friends on there. I like seeing what they're doing. I also like posting things on my photography account and I might uh, bring back the Instagram account for, uh, this podcast. So that way we can get a community going eventually. But, um, that, but that's like the only things I use Instagram for. But of course, when you get on there, it becomes this thing that sucks you in. You come for one thing and you end up looking at a million other things that aren't important. And so, um, I decided to remove Instagram from everything but my computer. My thought process being that way I can still use it. I can still upload things, especially because when I upload things like, um, like photos that I take, that's coming straight from my computer. And I have to, I, I usually like send it to my phone to then post, but I can do that all here. And I'm also not on my computer all the time. I don't have my computer with me all the time. And so it makes it to where I don't use it because um, 
it's not on my phone, you know? I'm not eating and I'm pulling out Instagram or TikTok or any of that because um, it's just so easy to do. <clears throat> and so, yeah, so it's on my, I have Instagram on my computer so I can still use it, but at appropriate times when I'm at home or doing something, not really doing anything. And I think it's worked out pretty good. Another thing is I've been getting really involved with uh, Google calendars. Um, I, I've never really been one to uh, make calendars and keep up with them. But I found that Google, the Google calendars is like very easy to use. And you can download like I have an extension called GCal Plus. And it just makes it so the software is a little bit easier. And you can like change it so it only shows specific times of the day. Because like from 11 p.m. to um, like four in the morning, I'm not doing anything. And so there's no point. But the reason I leave like four in the morning up is just in case like maybe I have a flight or something. Um, cause I don't think I've had a flight earlier than like too early. You know what I'm saying? It gives me time and there's still like a break in the schedule. Cause I don't also, I, another thing I don't like is having the, um, calendar, like the things I put on the calendar to go right at the end. I want, I want like a, maybe an hour space in between. So I've been using Google Calendar and I think it's going to be great. I'm excited to use it for school. I have my whole school schedule um, added in. Um, and so I'm, I'm really excited to like really use it because I've used it during the summer, but I don't have that much going on. So like every once in a while I have something added on here. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, that's, but that's just been something that I've been getting into as well. And it's been keeping me on track, I think. Um, I'm training for a triathlon right now, uh, which is fun. I I decided I want to do a triathlon because they've always seemed cool. And I needed to do something to get me active. Like, I've been active, but it's just been, like, off and on. But when you have like a deadline and something that you're working up to, well, now you actually have to or, or you're not going to be ready. Um, so I've been having fun with that. Uh, my goal eventually is to run an Ironman. Uh, I really want to have that title. But uh, in the meantime, I'm starting small. And this is just a small, um, it's a 350 meter swim, 12 mile bike ride, six mile or three mile run. And, uh, it should be fairly easy. My, my big problem is the swim. I, I cannot swim. Like I can swim, but I'm still working on my technique. And so it's, it's very rough. So I think this triathlon, I might have a bit of a struggle. I don't, it's not going to be that bad, but like, I just, I struggle with swimming like for an extended period of time because my breathing just isn't right. And so I have to stop for a second just to catch my breath because I, I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. 
but I think I'm going to start um, really focusing on that, really trying. And also, like, I just, I despise it because there's so much you have to do to get ready to swim and afterwards, meaning, like, I can't just, like, okay, when I run, I just go out and run. When I bike, I just get on my bike and I go. When I swim, I have to go to the pool, like, get my, get all my supplies, I have to go to the pool, and I have to swim, and then I'm all wet, and then I have to shower after, and, uh I just, I dislike it, but, um, I don't know, I'm excited, but an Ironman is crazy, I'll tell you that much, two 0.4 mile swim I think it is and then it's like a hundred and something mile bike ride and then a marathon that's crazy that's crazy I yeah I don't know that's gonna be a big step for me but I I'm excited I also want to start uh weight training too um I want to get bigger anyways um but let's get to this summer thing Let's get to this summer thing. I've got one more thing based on schedules, but we'll get to that during the weekly recommendation. Uh, I got a bit of allergies too, so I apologize. So I've noticed something in my life. Um, I've noticed that some, for some reason, my brain just clicks on when I'm in the summer. I think it might be the drive that I... Um, that is, I don't want to do anything, but let me give you some context. This summer I did math. I took a math class so I could get it out of the way, but this isn't the first math thing I've done. I've also had to take a summer math class. And that first time is because I did awful in my math class because I didn't like the teacher and I don't like math. But for some reason, after not being good at math, summer rolls around and I'm insane. So let's go back to this first phenomenon. Let's, let's go back in time. I'm almost 16. That was the sound of us going back in time. So I've, I've gone through class and I've done terrible. It was an awful math class. And I have been sentenced to summer school. So I have to go pick up like my packets and stuff, whatever. But it was going to be online. And so I, I go and I have to pick up my packets and then I'm ready. And on Monday, on a Monday, I think it was, is when it started. Two days after my 16th birthday, I think it was on a Saturday, maybe one day, maybe one day. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, 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 what, 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 what? Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Tell me! Just tell me the answer. I don't... This is the thing. I can find... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. Okay, they're closed on Saturday. That's all I was trying to figure out. And, okay. So my birthday, I turned 16 on Saturday. Two days later, I have my first math class. And 
I let the per- the people know that hey, I'm not going to I'm going to have to miss a little bit of it because I have a DMV appointment cuz this is during uh some part during COVID. And so you had to make appointments to go. And so uh they're like, "Okay, whatever, just you need to get this done." And so when we first get into this math class, they're like, Okay, today's going to be easy. All we're going to do is do a, a, take a math test and see where everyone's placement is. And if you score, I think it was 80 or above. Um, I think it might have actually been like 85 or something. I can't remember. But if you score higher than this percentage, you don't have to take it. Now, this is after doing terrible in the math class before. Like, I don't think I un- I learned anything. <coughs> but I sit down, I take this test, and all of a sudden, I'm out of the class. I didn't even have to start it. I just took one test, easily passed it, and, and then I just went and got my license. Now... I find it crazy because I did terrible. Like if I would have done this, like scored the same on everything I had done, because it was kind of an overview of the whole class, the same one that I did terrible on that I got this sentence of summer school. If I would have tested the exact same, I would have passed the class no problem. But for some reason... I didn't understand everything, and so I didn't, and I hated it. But then, I passed this one no problem. So, I I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It makes me think. So now, let's come back to reality. Now we're back, and I have to take a math class this summer. This time, it was voluntary. I decided to because I wanted to get my math out of the way. So my only goal, because I knew I wasn't that good at math, was to pass. I just wanted to get math done. Now, I had chosen an in-person class, but for some reason something went wrong and I wasn't able to get into it. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna take math the next semester, fall semester. But I had been looking through other math classes and I guess I had accidentally registered for one of the ones I was looking through um, before. And so we get an email saying that I was registered and all that and I didn't know what was going on. But I decided to go with it. It was an online one and I just decided to do it. It was rough to say the least. There was no lessons, nothing. All you had was your textbook and an online uh, website that you would take a quiz every other week. And he had a schedule laid out. He was like, read this chapter and this chapter this week. Next week, read this chapter, this chapter. Then there's going to be a quiz on all four of those. That's kind of how it was. And then... After you get through the first half of the class, there's exam one. Then once you get through the next half, exam two. And then there was one other thing. And that other thing was that the, um, 
that there was a signature assignment as well. And so what the signature assignment was is I then learned, I, I soon learned was um, we had to write a paper uh, based on a story that we win $200,000 from a lottery. We save half of it and we want to invest the other half and we have to look at four banks and find which one's the best one. And so that was that was going to be tedious but not hard. So I'm going through this class and I have a hard time learning things just from reading things. Just because I can't if I'm not interested, I can't stay focused and I don't care. I found myself just like skim reading and pretending that I I'm learning. So it was rough, but the quizzes, we had two chances on them. And so I, my first one, actually, I did really good because uh, last fall, I took a math class that leads into this one. And so it was based on things I learned. The math, the reason I think I was able to do okay in this math class without um, having someone teach stuff to me is because last fall I took the math class that leads to it and so you learn the basic concepts of it so like as I was going through I was realizing and noticing some of the similar things I learned before now there were some different things that I had no clue what was going on about but you know so um I'm going through this class. I'm doing okay on the quizzes. Some some were in the 60s, but most most were okay. I think I had an average of like 80 something by the end. And then exam one comes around and I take it. And it's out of 100 points and I get a 69. 69. Not very good if I'd say so myself. It scared me, to be honest, because I felt like I knew what was going on on that test, and I didn't really. 69 is not a good score. Um, so I was worried, but I kept going. And exam two comes around, and this is where it starts to get silly. Now, he's very... Uh, my teacher was very um, inconsistent with the things that he said. He had on the syllabus certain things, and then in the the website that we used, it would say certain things. I was under the influence that exam two was based on the second half, based on what he had said. But it turned out, after I had studied for exam two, a couple days before I emailed him, because I realized the um, inconsistency, and he responded saying that it was a cumul cumulative uh, test, meaning that exam one was also going to be on it. And it's also based, this one was out of 150 points, 150 points. So I was screaming. I, I had learned a bunch from the second half, I was ready. And then I get thrown this curveball because he hasn't written everything correctly. And so I'm scrambling because I'm worried. 
I'm so worried because I didn't do good on my first exam. And uh, come exam day, and I, I, I go in, I sit down, and I look at the first question. And I solve the, that question, and I move on, and I solve that question, and then I flip the page, I solve the, a couple questions, and then I realize something. And it was so awkward because I start doing this mischievous grin and <laughs> and like I'm looking around hoping no one's looking at me because all of a sudden nothing's funny about math but I've got this mischievous grin that won't go away and I'm sitting there and I'm realizing that the reason I'm flying through these questions is because I've done them before See, I've always been under the impression that tests were supposed to challenge you, not, not um, just make sure you understand information. And so I'm noticing that all the questions are very similar, not just very similar, the same as some of the things I had studied. Now, I had never studied really before. So instead of like really studying, I pulled out the study guide from exam one and I studied that. And then I pulled out the study guide from exam two and I studied that. And he just copied and pasted. There was only, I'd say out of a, there was 12 questions, I think. Out of 12 questions, I would say maybe three of them were ones that I had not solved back and forwards and left and right. I knew the answer just by reading it and not even solving it. For almost all of them. He threw a curveball at the end. One of the questions at the end was a volume question. And on the study guide, I was screaming about that one because on the study guide, it was comparing the volume of Earth to Venus, but you only know select things. And so you have to do a bunch of math to figure it out. Like, you know that, oh, Venus is six times the volume of Earth, but you don't know the volume, but you know this, blah, 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 blah. So you have to do, you have to do a whole bunch of math. I was screaming because I didn't get it right. And I was just, I decided not to learn that one. I was just going to hope it wasn't on there. Well, it wasn't. He gave an easier one. So I didn't have to worry about that. There was another one I couldn't grasp. And so I just hoped that if I got that one wrong, I did good on everything else. And it's half-life. I still don't understand how half-lives work. He had it in the first exam. Um, and so I just, and, and it was in the study guide but he didn't put it on the second exam. He, I mean, he's off his rocker. Is he trying to challenge me or is he trying to give me a walk in the park? So I basically knew everything except for select problems. And one of the problems was easier. So <clears throat> I'm flying through. I got this mischievous little smile. I'm writing down the answers before I solve it out. 
because he gives points based on what you've solved. <clears throat> so I'm writing down just just for the fun of it. I'm writing down the answers that I think it is that I know it is, um, and then I'm solving it out to see if I was right, which every time I was. It was epic. And so, leaving that test, I was feeling giddy. I was so happy. I don't think that I have ever been happy about doing math except for that moment. So, I'm waiting for the results. I am waiting. And he takes forever to grade. But eventually, the scores come out. They roll out. And again, it's out of 150 points. And can you guess what I got? Mm-hmm. 145. I missed five points. Uh, what those five points were, I don't know. It was probably some careless mistakes or one of the extra problems that I didn't study that I just didn't know what was going on. 145. I think that's 96%. I don't know. I, I'm cracked at math or something. 97. No, that's not right because that's not the answer. 96.666667. I don't know. I'm a mathematician now. Don't worry. But I destroyed it. And uh, he has this thing in the syllabus where if you do better on the second exam, he takes two-thirds of the second exam score and moves it to the first one and replaces it with the first one, I should say. So, uh, two-thirds of... I, I'm not doing the math. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't be bothered. But it's way better than... I think it is... I think it is still 96... Oh gosh, I don't even have a clue. I look, I'm not a math mathematician, although you guys may think I am, but I'm not. So, um, but yeah, so two thirds of my previous score, and uh, <clears throat> which is way better than sixty nine, and I destroyed the signature assignment. I was so professional, wrote that up real good, and uh, you know. The score, the whole class was out of 350. I did, uh, so it was 150 for the um, second exam, 100 for the first exam. Oh, it was out of 250. Whoops. Wait. Oh, oh I'm showing my mathematician not knowledge right now. 150, 100, and 100. The other 100 is every single test score plus the signature assignment grouped together. Uh, is out of 100 points. Every single quiz, not test. So, exam one is 100 points. Exam two, 150. Exam three, or not exam three, all the quizzes plus signature assignment uh, is out of 100 points. That's 350. So, I destroyed it. I came out with an A for my very last math class ever. I'm done. I'm never doing math again. I will count on my fingers, and that's about it. I'm done. But, you know, it, it's just strange, because I, I seem to, for some reason, every other season but summer, I seem to be better at math, or worse at math. Um, so, you know, maybe it's the drive to be done. 
Um, maybe it's the weather. Maybe it's just that I'm a genius. I honestly, I don't know, but I'm going to be looking into more summer classes. <sighs> but that's my math journey, to be honest. I've had a rough math journey, but uh, that's my math summer journey, to be honest. Well, <clears throat> I want to get into the weekly recommendation. And this is another uh, schedule thing. I know I'm always talking about schedules, but my mom got a brand called Creatures of Habit. It's an oatmeal brand with high protein, 30 grams. And I like it a lot. Um, But that's not my favorite part about the company. It came with a journal. Um, it's, It's a Creatures of Habit habit stacker. And Um, It's got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, You know, it's got an intro where it says, own your morning, own your day, own your... Why does it say that twice? Own your life. Anyways. Um, And it talks about the person who made this company and what their morning routine is, you know, um, and not only what it is, but why. And big, they have big explanations on what they do, why they do it, what they've learned. And so I've been trying to follow it. And it's been making me feel good. Um, And we'll get to the rest of the journal in a second, but I want to go through some of these morning routine things first. So, uh, rise before the sun. The typical 9 to 5 isn't the coolest, but there's another version, which is 9 to 5, sleeping. You sleep from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. And, uh, you know, he talks about how there's a lot of benefits to waking up before the sun. And, uh, you know, he talks about being productive during the morning. And I totally agree. That's why I've always been the kind of person who tries to make myself wake up early. I always feel better and I always feel way more productive. I feel like I get so much more done and my days feel longer in a good way. Um, so I always try to do that, but I always struggle with, uh, going to bed. Um, because like, uh, I don't know, it's hard to get yourself to go to bed earlier. Cause you have like it, depending on your environment, like, um, like it's just nine, nine o'clock feels early. And a lot of people think that. And so that like a lot of plans go past that, you know? But I, I, I'm going to try doing that. Um, and then as soon as you wake up, smile from ear to ear and make a gratitude list. And I think the main purpose of this is like it releases that serotonin, gives you a positive feeling as soon as you wake up. And then um, you're able to, you know, think about the things you're you're grateful for. Uh, then um, morning bathroom, like self-care routine. Um, and then after that prayer and then, uh, make your bed. That one's a, uh, that one's a good one. Um, now he likes to use candles when he wakes up. Uh, he thinks that, you know, one, the candle is like soothing, just the light is calming, soothing. Um, and you know, he says, uh, 
He says that the flickering light from candles is a nice way to ease into your day. It is how humans made lights for thousands of years before electricity, so it's got to be soul-soothing. Uh, I tried it for a little while, and while I absolutely love the candles because it's just dark and you have this like warm glow, um, I, it's just not going to work because I can't use candles in the dorms. So can't, I'm not going to do that one. So I've been trying to stay away from it just because... Um, if I get like addicted to it, you know, I can't get off of it. Uh, the next thing he does is he has a 20 ounce glass of room temperature water and he does lemon and pink salt. Um, the lemon gives you some vitamin C, uh, which is immunity boosting and can help with digestion. And then the salt can, uh, give you some electrolytes, vitamins and minerals, and I I didn't think about this until reading him say this, but like we spend a long time at night sleeping and without like any liquids. Um, and like, that's a long time. And so I feel like we're dehydrating ourselves because like the, the time from the time I wake up, the next time I drink water is like, almost the middle of the day like because that's when I'm starting to get active so I'm bringing water with me I'm drinking water things like that that's a long time like I might have a little bit of water in the morning but not really and so at least for me I feel like I was probably dehydrating myself and so I'm starting off my day dehydrated and so I've already got like I, I can start developing a headache or I'm feeling you know just not as good as I could so I, I thought that was a good point. And so I've been trying to do that. And then, um, right after he does, he has his athletic greens and, you know, those are great for, uh, vitamins, minerals, uh, things like that. It's got stress adaptogens in it. Um, it, it's just really good. I've been trying to get into, um, drinking that as well. And, uh, then he likes to brew his coffee right after that. Um, and while it's brewing, he likes to meditate. Um, and then he has his coffee. Now my thing with coffee is like, I'm not big on caffeine. Um, I feel like I've got a slight caffeine sensitivity because like, I don't know if it's the caffeine plus sugar mix or, or what's going on, but like, like sometimes, not sometimes, most times if I drink something caffeinated, it doesn't even have to be like for, okay. For example, we were at this coffee shop and I can't remember what I got. I think I got some kind of tea. No, I didn't. I don't think I got anything. I don't actually think I got anything. Um, but I tried some of my brothers. Um, I think he got like a some kind of coffee. I drink not that much, but then like we were starting to leave and like, I'm starting to feel jittery and stuff. And it's like, what's going on? I had the slightest bit and I'm feeling extremely jittery. And like, I don't like the feeling. I feel jittery. My stomach starts feeling like almost itchy, but it's like, you can scratch it and it doesn't go away. It's like a, it's like a weird kind of itchy. I, I don't know. I, I just find that it happens a lot when caffeine gets involved. 
So I've just tried to stay away from it, not make it a habit. And um, the only thing that's caffeinated that I've noticed doesn't bother me is tea. Um, like right now, I'm really into like the the black tea, the the breakfast. Uh, um, uh, what is it called? I think it's English breakfast. I don't remember, but it's like it's a black tea, and it's really high in caffeine for teas. But I it doesn't bother me. I get that energy, and I've noticed I get that energy, but it doesn't affect me. Um, uh, let's see. And then um, another thing is dark chocolate. Uh, I find that dark chocolate doesn't give me um, the jitter, like whatever it goes on. Um, and I think it's just the way the caffeine is presented. Now, with the dark chocolate, I'm only taking one square, and that's if I'm feeling like really down in the day. Um, that's usually a good pick-me-up. Um, and then the tea, I just like to drink in the morning. But I think it's because like I'll have boba or, or something, and I'll get it really bad from that. And I also think it could be the mixture of a ton of sugar with the caffeine. Because with the tea, I'm drinking like a splash of almond milk and some honey. And people have also said that like the way caffeine's presented in tea, it's like it, your body digests it different. I don't really know all that I know, but I've just heard that. And I'm assuming probably the same with the chocolate because again, the chocolate doesn't do it. And maybe it's just such a small dosage of it. But anyways, I struggle with caffeine, um, but I found a couple things that work. So I, I was trying to do tea with it if I wanted tea. If not, I just wouldn't do anything. Uh, so then he likes to sit down with his journal, which I'm going to get into what the journal actually is. And it's really cool. Um, and then from the journal, he likes to read 10 pages. And I think this is a good thing to do. And I've also created like a night routine, which I'll tell you about in a little bit. He only has a morning routine. So... After he reads and he says he doesn't always get to it, but he likes to. Um, and I think reading's good. He says that, you know, if you read 10 pages a day, um, you get through about a book a month. After he reads, he likes to do affirmations. Um, and I think these are really cool. Uh, I'm, I'm really trying to get into these um, because I think... I think I struggle with some things and maybe just like positively telling me that, you know, I can do these things, uh, can help. Um, and then he, he hangs out with his family cause by this time his, uh, family starts to wake up to get ready for school, things like that. Then he drops his kids off and goes to the gym. I think I'm going to skip the family thing because it's just going to be me in the dorms, um, and just go straight into the fitness and he does, um, he does his workouts. I can do my workouts then uh, right at the community center at the gym. And then uh, then he does a cold shower. Um, and this is where I was talking about the TikTok thing. He mentions this. He says, I don't take hot showers anymore. I believe that consistently volunteering to do hard things makes the actual hard things in life um, easier or less of a bird, uh, burden. And... Cold showers is something I've been wanting to get into too, but I've been kind of working my way 
picking out things that, you know, come too easy, which is like not socializing, pulling out my phone because I feel a little bit awkward in some situations or like uh, we're just sitting around. Oh, instead of like embracing this, like uncomfortableness, I'm going to pull out my phone and, and just mindless, mindlessly scroll. So I've been trying to work on doing things that are hard, volunteering myself to do things that are hard, not only to make things that are harder later on in life um, easier, but also to prove to myself that I can do these things. My, I, my mental strength is strong enough that I can do these things. I think I'm going to have a podcast coming out later. I don't want to talk about it now. Um, but there, there, there's other things in my life that I'm, I'm, I, I'm, that have like really taken control of me and I'm forcing my way out of it. Um, and I think that it, in the long run, it's not necessarily about, oh, you don't do this because, um, you know, it's not necessarily harmful to do it, but it's just so controlling that getting it out and showing yourself that you have control over it, it doesn't have control over you, can um, increase your mental strength. I don't know, just something I've been working on. And cold showers is one of those things that I I really want to get into. Um, I'm just trying to work up into it. But, oh man. Uh so from the cold shower, he has meal one. Meal one is the name of his oatmeal, uh, which is, you know, the oatmeal is interesting. When I went into it, I expected oatmeal, very like fairly sugary by the names on the packages. They seem like uh, like maple caramel, um, banana, blue, blueberry banana. You know, fairly sugary. You know how. Um, some of the oatmeal, quick oatmeal brands are just like very sugary and oatmeal. Well, so that's kind of what I expected. But boy, was I wrong. It's like oatmeal, naturally sugary, so not very sugary, and then protein powder. And I, I wasn't expecting that. So going into it, um, I didn't like it. I was like, this is nasty. I was also cooking it in the microwave, which I'll get to in a second, but I didn't like it. Um, but then going back to it again, I knew what to expect and now it's not so bad. And there's a lot of proteins, a lot of good stuff in this oatmeal. And so I'm trying to like it and I think I've succeeded. Um, but one thing that they recommend is overnight oats, which I've never really done, but it's actually really easy. You just add water and then put it in the, the fridge and almost brings out the sugar a little bit more so it's it's a little bit better tasting um but then again i know what to expect so i know it's going to be the super protein powder tasting oatmeal with um, a bunch of seeds and stuff things like that um and then but it's it's got a little bit more sugar tasting so it's a little bit better i love it i'm 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 really liking it um and then from there, he goes to work, which for me, it will be school, work, whatever. But I think it's a solid, solid routine. And I did it for a couple days and I, I started feeling good. The first, the first two days, I was feeling groggy or tired. 
um, towards the middle of the day. And I think that's just changing around my schedule is why. Um, but after the, the, that day, um, I think, let's see, what day was it? It might've been, uh, okay. No, no, no. It was the fourth day. It took me four days. Now it was like towards the middle of the day, I was just wiped out. Um, but on, wait, yeah, and on the fourth day, I was feeling good. I was used to it. Um, but again, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so let's get into this journal. What makes it so much fun for me? So the pages, you take two pages a day. Um, on either side, the, the far left and the far right side, there's blocks for each hour split up by 15 minute increments. Um, so this is where you can write out your whole day, visualize what you're going to do today, things like that. Then um, on the rest of the left side, uh, everything that's left over, you put the day, the date, is it a weekend, weekday? Then, <coughs> uh, then right under that, is a quote there's a new one each day for today for this one that i just flipped to it says success is not final failure is not fatal it is the courage to continue that counts that's by winston s churchill so that's always fun to read uh and then it's got a section right under that that says last night's habits to pay attention to and i think these are important because um you can kind of start noticing patterns things like that uh, so, you know, what time did you stop using your phone last night? What was the last thing you ate and what time? What time did you get to bed and what time did you last have caffeine? Because all those can potentially affect your sleep and how well you sleep and how well you feel in the morning and for the rest of the day. Then under that, it's got a bullet point list where you write out this morning's habits, every habit that you're going to do. Um, under that most important things to get done today, the big three, and you write those out in that box under that one. It has an ongoing to do list. Uh, this is just things that, you know, you got to You, you have coming up, got to get done, things like that. Um, ongoing. And then, uh, under that bullet point list, there is a gratitude list. Uh, and you write in the bullet points, um, just things that you are grateful for. I think that's important uh, because I've noticed that, you know, you start to not realize the things that you are grateful for. Um, like they start to kind of just fade out in your mind. And, and so then you, you, your mindset kind of changes. So then when you, when you start bringing them back to the front and you realize and, and you write down all these things that you're grateful for, you know, you start realizing the things that you have, the things that, um, like, like, let's say you are grateful for friends, you know, you start realizing the community that you have, you start, um, or like you start realizing the, the, the opportunities you have, things like that. Uh, then you, then under that one great thing that happened yesterday under that one thing that could have gone better yesterday one way you can be of service today 
and then there's a box to fill that out. Three affirmations. This is where you do the affirmation thing as well. And then one person to connect slash reconnect with uh, today. And that, that one's a cool one. And then on the right side, uh, in the section that doesn't have the uh, schedule on it, um, is a free fr- really free flow writing area. It's just an open page for you to write stuff. And he does it all at the same time. The way he does free, fl- free flow is like he writes out like how he slept, um, you know, let's see, let's see. Um, you know, he said he says you can just write a daily check-in with yourself, how you slept, what you're excited about, stressed about, trips you were wanting to take or planning, literally anything you want to write. Um, the way I'm using free flow is in my night routine. So this first half is based on the morning and the the day before. And then this free flow is able for is for me to be able to use this journal section to actually use it as a journal because I like in a journal being able to write down the things I did in the day, you know, how my day was. Uh, so I do more of a day recap um, at night on this free flow section. Um, but yeah, and then like like I said, for my night routine, I try to read twenty pages at, um, at night, and then it's not it's not a big routine. It's just you know thirty minutes before bed, I try to start reading and try to get twenty pages or more. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, that journal can really guide me to being able to better myself. And um, yeah. So my recommendation, of course, is that brand. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, and it's really opened my eyes to different things. Like like I said, the hydrating when you wake up or doing hard things or, you know, um, just, a, just a whole bunch of stuff. So I don't know. I've really been enjoying it. Maybe you guys can too. So check it out. And, you know, if you don't want the oatmeal, uh, they do sell the journal separately as well. Um, so you could just get the journal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've just been enjoying that. But, uh, thank you guys for listening today. (laughs) When do I ever end it like that? What? Uh, before we, we head out, of course, we have, um, our responses. So let's, let's jump into the responses for from last episode, the AI episode. Yo, what's up, Jackson? It's a loyal listener. Uh, I really liked the last episode on AI. I thought it was a pretty interesting story that uh, it created. Uh, I think you did a good job editing it to a real podcast. really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, and in regards to uh, AI, I really think that like, yeah, it's cool, you know, like, it's interesting that we're kind of developing technology where, like, we're making intelligence that isn't alive, and, you know, while that's, like, interesting, it's honestly really scary. I think it can be useful in a lot of things, but I think a lot of people are just taking it too far, you know, like, things like the art industry or, like, script writing is just, like, honestly still pretty bad, so, yeah, I'm not a big fan of AI, but 
I can see a lot of people are. But uh, yeah, keep it a good work home slice. Oh, man. Oh, man. Thanks for the compliments. We need to get Ethan on the show. We need to get Ethan on the show. He's good. He's got to hop on here. But um, no, I totally agree with the things that you're saying. Um, I, I think AI can be so useful for us. But just like you said, the way like it's kind of scary, like it's, it's just getting too big, I feel like. And like this is what we know, but we don't know what's behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like what we have right now is probably not as strong as like the things that are being worked on. And I don't know. I feel like it can be useful for us, but I just, I, again, I don't, I just don't like it. I I think it will become something that we rely on too much or like, we'll just kind of lose the, the, like our own brain processing. Um, like I could see people getting like less creative because, oh, it's just so easy to ask AI, hey, make me this, you know? I don't know. But thank you for sending something in. Um, this week, I want to ask something based off of the weekly recommendation. And that is, what is one hard thing that you can do or something, or I guess a hard thing that you have done? You know, um, what are those things that you can do to help better yourself. I'd love to hear the things that you guys are up to or things that you want to be up to. Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in uh, to this episode. Please be sure to follow the podcast uh, so you don't miss any new episodes. And, you know, while you're waiting, maybe go check out some others. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.